Um, welcome to the Double A Podcast. I'm Holden Williamson. In uh, this episode, uh, we're going to be interviewing uh, Max Surmeyer. He's a really big Ajax fan. Been supporting them since he was uh, since he was a young kid, and uh, yeah. So um, Thursday, Ajax played against Union Berlin uh, in in the Europa League, zero uh, zero on aggregate going into the game, and uh, for the first twenty minutes, Ajax played absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, could could they have been more clinical? Absolutely. Um, but then, obviously, the unfortunate penalty happens, and you know you can have the debate whether whether Bassi was Bassi was too close to the ball for him to make any um, change with his arm movement. But in all honesty. Um, game's the game, and you got to work, uh, work through it. So, yeah, it was a, I guess, an individual error, you could say. Two nothing. That was um, another just individual error again. Uh, so, so really was a game defined by uh, individual errors because overall, I mean, if we're looking at expected goals, I mean. Uh, Ajax would would win that game, right? But uh, you don't win. You, we don't play off expected goals. We play off actual goals. And yeah, I mean, Union were more clinical ultimately. I think they ended up having more expected goals total. But when you subtract the pen, um, it they had like uh, one expected goal, and Ajax had like. I think 1.7 or something. So that's plus the fact that, you know, for a lot of Ajax's chances, uh, it would, I, the players didn't shoot or when they, uh, when they were offside, they tried to get involved in the play and, uh, for, for some reason, and they, uh, they got called off. But, but yeah, I mean, Union, listen, they played their game, and they played the game that, you know, Ajax in the past have struggled with. You know, we saw a few years ago against Getafe, right, this exact same sort of thing, where Getafe get a, get a goal at some point in the second leg, and all of a sudden, Ajax have to attack. Uh, and they concede one off the counter, and late in the game they realize, oh, uh oh, we have to, you know, actually score, and then they score and show some signs of life, and then late in the game they get a red card. It's it's how it how it very often happens, and you know, is what it is. But like, yeah, this this for Ajax is becoming very consistent. A uh, consistent issue you see with Getafe, you saw with Rostov a few years ago, you saw with um, uh, Dnipro a few years ago, you saw with all, all of these games where where you're really sitting there saying to yourself, 
this is a game Ajax should be winning by a decent amount, right? Based off the actual chances and based off the quality of the team, but they just don't. Uh, and it's it's baffling to an extent. But listen, I mean, uh, in in this case, you can't really blame the coach because the game plan was effective. I mean, it worked. But it didn't take into account that many individual errors. And you also have to say, two out of those three individual errors were from new signings. Right? One was, I believe, uh, 24, 25 million. The other one was uh, 10 million, I think. Uh, I, I believe really was 10 million. Um, but yeah you say to yourself all this all this big money being spent on these players and they're making this many like individual errors i guess for bassi you can excuse it because it was like it's debatable whether that was even an individual error or not but yeah i mean still it's really um uh, I actually have to sort that out soon. Um, and speaking of sorting it out, you know, Haitika, he's done a pretty good job uh, so far after Schroeder basically just, I mean, that was a mess. Um, we went from November until um, like almost February without a win. Uh or actually end of October until February without a win, which for Ajax and Eredivisie, also considering the strength of the schedule in that time, you know, we were playing Volendam, we were playing Gambur, right? Teams that you sit there and you say, this is a, well, we weren't playing Gambur. Volendam, we were playing weaker teams generally. And you sit there and you say, Ajax being in fifth, that's ridiculous, but I think uh, he's really turned the ship around. I don't know if he's if he's um, quite ready yet for, for the first job, I think. Uh, if he wins if he wins the league, he's earned his right to another season. Uh, well, if he wins the league and the cup. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really all depends. If he doesn't, I think I know that originally when I spoke to Gallardo, um, Gallardo, uh, Gallardo rejected, but you know uh, that was I think more of a he wanted to wait and see his options in the summer. Maybe that was the case. If it wasn't, that's fine too. Uh, but yeah, Ajax need to sort out the new manager and the new technical director. Uh, so, yeah, I'll discuss that with Max uh, in a bit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, another thing I'm going to discuss in a bit with Max is the, um, uh, you know, general uh, future of Ajax. Because you look at the youth teams, and generally they're doing pretty good other than Jung, but there are still very good individual performers at Jung. Uh, so, yeah, uh, stay tuned, and uh, yeah.
Hi, welcome back to the Double A podcast. So, um, Max, what what were your thoughts on uh, on that game against Union uh, on uh, Thursday? Um, of course, I'm disappointed with the result. I think after a three-one loss, you never can be really happy. I think it's a bit, little bit expected as well. The way it went, it was unlucky. The for the penalty against Bessie, the mistake of Rulli, but I don't think you really deserve to win. Uh, I don't really think you, you you deserve to go through after those two performances. So I'm I'm disappointed, but 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 I I kind of expected it, expected it, and I think it's I think we played better than we would have played a few weeks ago. So. I'm happy with that. Yeah, and um, speaking of you know changes in the last few weeks, um, uh, who do you who do you think will be the next uh, manager? Um, because obviously uh, there there's uh, with Heitinger, there's a whole uh, situation going on where like you know. He's kind of an interim, but he has he has a contract. So, who do you think um, will be the next head coach? I think the the, the easiest way would be if if Heitinga just performs well, then you can can keep him on. Then you can give him the confidence to stay on for another one or two years. Maybe he, if if he wants to do it as well. But I think if you if he doesn't perform that well, or he doesn't want it, or you just one of the more experienced manager with Dutch managers. I think the only real option there is, is Peter Bos. If you look at experience, he already worked here, but it's a difficult situation there with, um, with Van der Star, of course, because they don't like each other that much. I don't really, I don't really know who, who would be a good fit because it's a difficult situation. I is in without a, a real, Football director without really a big plan, so maybe the best is just to keep Heitinga for for another season if if he just performs well. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and uh, do you do you see Ajax really going heavily after after a new manager in the summer, or do you think that it'll so they'll sort of uh, stick with Heitinga? I think they, I think they, they, they're looking at the outside, like they're looking for a new manager, but I don't, I don't know because after Schroeder, I don't think we really did anything. We just put Heidegger in front of the group and now, now it's going, it's going okay. So no one really complains about that. So like I said, we don't have a footballing director since Overmars left. So I don't know who should lead the, the search for for a manager, so it and it also it, it depends. If we become champions, no one will, no one will complain if Heidegger stays. If we become fifth or sixth, then Heidegger can never stay another season. Yeah, fair. Um, and yeah, so um, you, you you mentioned the uh, technical director, uh, or lack thereof. Um, do you think that? Um, you know, with the links to uh, the former Liverpool's uh, guy, uh, D- Danny Ward, I think his name is. 
Yeah, something like that. I don't know him that much. I don't, I don't know him that well, so I don't I don't know if, if, if it's good or if it's bad, but yeah, maybe he wants to bring his own guy in. Maybe maybe it's good to have someone out of your own network. Maybe it's it's, it's good to have just have someone to come in fresh or clean and Heidegger can be his assistant or something like that. So that would be an option as well. If if he really comes and he just he can take action on that part. Yeah, and um, also another name that's been thrown out there by some is Hintelar. Do you think that that would be a, a good appointment? Because he's already working for Ajax. Do you think that just the change in the role would change much, or do you think uh, it's kind of... Yeah. Mm, I think that maybe in the future until I can can be the right man. But like when Ofmar came to Ajax, he already had experience at Go at Eagles, and before he started to perform well at Ajax, he, he was there for a few years. The, the first few years, he didn't do really well. We 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 bought shit players, and we we sold the and we sold them for almost nothing. So. Hunter just needs to learn a lot. He needs to get more experience. He needs to get a bigger network. So maybe as a right hand of someone experienced, a good a good technical director, it would be a choice for the future. But Hunter right now is I don't think he's the man for the job at the moment. Yeah, and and moving on to a slightly lighter subject, uh, um, because obviously the whole technical director situation is not looking too good. Um, uh, who who is your signing of the season so far? Mm, we had a lot, and a lot, I I think a lot of them didn't really brought on the pitch what they could have brought. I think signing of the season, mm, it's a difficult one because there are a lot of not really good signings. Maybe it is for me, maybe personally, it is. Contesal, just purely because he didn't do that much wrong. He didn't do that much either, but he impressed in the minutes he got. He's, he's got a lot of potential. And like I said, a lot of the other signings, I don't really like them until now. I think up until yesterday, Rudy was one of the best signings of the season because he didn't he didn't uh, had a mistake or he didn't make a mistake yet and yesterday he unfortunately made made a mistake mistake on the in the game against the union but i think consensual or, or rudy but consensual is your longer so i'd go with consensual yeah that's fair and also i think i think it was a underrated pickup also because of the fact that i think it was only what 5 million and he already yeah, it was only five, yeah. He, he already had like some level of experience, just obviously in a different system. So it's going to take him a bit of time to, uh, to adapt to Ajax's style uh, after, after being at Porto for so long. Uh, it's very, very different, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. But I think he'll, I th- I think he'll adapt. And he, he's really eager to, to actually show what, he, what he's got on the pitch. He really wants it, so... I think he. I think he'll make it here in a few years. Yeah, and uh, yeah, on to on to more personal stuff. So, you've been an Ajax fan for 
all of your life, basically, if I understand correctly, right? Yeah. So what what have been some of your favorite moments uh, as an Ajax fan? I think a game that comes to mind immediately is the semi-final in the Europa League against uh, Lyon, Olympique Lyonnais. I think that was that was an amazing game. I was 17 at the time, and it was for me the first time, or for everyone of my age, the first time Ajax actually did something in Europe. So it was amazing to be there and to, to, to actually see Ajax win the European semi-final. For the, the other season, the 18-19 season, it was, it was great. Every Champions League game up until the last minute of the last game was great. And I think those experiences were the best you can have when you imagine about going to the stadium. Because every time you knew you played Juventus, you played Real Madrid, and you actually knew you were able to beat them. It didn't really happen at home stadium, but the atmosphere was amazing. And also, games like Dortmund away, those those games are, are just... They're special in Europe because uh, they don't come around very often, so you take it all in and just enjoy it all. I think those those kind of games are the best experiences for me in the stadium. Yeah, and um, another another question um, that 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 uh, that sort of comes to mind is, you know, earlier we were talking about, um, you know, the the future of the technical director role, and inherently the question that comes from that is, uh, you know what do you think the future of the club looks like? Because obviously uh, with, with young Ajax right now, I mean, they're as a team, they're not doing amazing, but there some of the individuals in that team are fantastic. So do you, do you think that that individual power sort of from the Academy is going to, is going to shine through? Or do you think that uh, sort of the lack of the technical director is going to, kind of hinder everything I think it's a bit of both because I don't really think you should care too much about the the league position or the way they play as a whole team at at, at young Ajax because when they when they were champions in the Kökum University they, that, that of that team I don't think that much talent actually went on to the first team and when they performed not that good in the league most of the time, there were like four or five players who actually went through to the first team. So I think at Ajax, always you will have enough players in the youth academy to to perform, to actually imp- improve as well. But still, you you just have to have that strong person, like just just like an Overmars or another experienced technical director to take place and to just so you, as a big club, you can... Show, show everyone you're a big club and everyone knows what you're doing and everyone's on the same page because now I think there are a lot of little caps in the club and everyone's doing their own thing and then you get players like and then you get they, they get Bessie and maybe maybe Schroeder wanted Bessie and some scouts wanted Bessie but some other people in the club they, they didn't want him because they already saw he doesn't really fit the playing style he needs too much time but you spend a lot of money on players you didn't really need or you could you could have gone and got better players if you just were all on the same page. So it's, it is important to fill in the position, but still without, 
just because it's a basic position, but still, it's 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 not like it's all coming down now because we we have one by here, which we need to fix some problems. That's true. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just to just to finish it off on on a fun question again, uh, who is your favorite player you've seen play at Ajax? Uh, who plays right now or whoever played for uh, for the club? Let's do both. Why not? Okay, I think whoever played for a club and we saw playing, I think it's it's here. I think just the way he played and when he came, it was just amazing how good we performed. Not just only because of him, but just also his, his, his desire to always get the ball, to always play football. I think that that impressed me also with his with his character or as much as I can 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 know that in the media. So all time I think it's here and now I think yeah maybe Timber because I play football myself just in a Sunday league but I'm a central defender myself so it was nice to look at central defenders and see what they're doing and I think Timber is the way Timber plays it's 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 just nice to watch, and he's of course he's a big talent. So I think from the current current squad, it's it's Timber. Yeah, and and with Timber as well, um, it's fun because it's not often that that we have players that are that are turning down uh, uh, turning down you know Manchester United or someone like that to to stay for an extra year or two. It's it's always fun to see that sort of uh, thing, right? Yeah, sure. It's he's that, also that he's a smart guy, so that's what I like like about him as well. He knows he 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 wants to stay. He wants to stay at ice for one or two two more years because he needs it, and he needs he needs to get better because then then he can be like Martinez now. He can just be a regular from the start instead of sitting on the bench somewhere. Yeah, absolutely, and and we've seen that with a lot of um, a lot of other players in the past that have come from Ajax. That have maybe well not in the past but like in the last five or six years you know uh, some some struggle to adapt because they've moved too quickly right uh, like Broby even um, he he you know the the Leipzig move did not end up working out I think everyone knows that and same with Glover uh, a few years ago right do do you feel like that that trend is and I know I said the other one was my last question, but this one just came to mind. Um, <laughs> um, do you do you feel like um, uh, players are now starting to realize that at Ajax, or do you think that it's gonna sort sort of continue to to be the way that it has in the past decade or so? I think you always will have a situation like that because it's always it's also it's always a different situation and. It's, it's always really complex. Like Clifford, he just, I think no one could tell him to actually stay. He just, he just thought he, he, he could go to the European top and Ice wouldn't go. He just, he, he gambled and he lost. To be fair, the same with Robbie. Robbie thought, okay, I'm not getting enough money here. So I'm going away and I, I will play there. And he didn't play and he hated life there. So he wants to come back to, to his home and now he's back. So. I think you still you will still have that in the future, but that's just part of the game. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this, and 
Yeah, I mean, uh, do you have anything anything I could plug for you uh, at the end of this uh, this this episode? No, no, I I don't, I don't have anything. So thank you for having me on. Just uh, just just plug yourself. Listen to <laughs> listen to uh, listen to Holos podcast. Thank you, thank you, and uh, yeah, have a fantastic night. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for listening. Um, this is Holden Williamson, uh, and that was the Double A podcast. Thank you very much. Good night.